Hello, friends, and welcome to the Moonlit Mind podcast. I am your host, Anna, and thank you so much for being here. I know it has been a minute since I have released a podcast episode. I did release a new episode last Wednesday. It is the first in the series of episodes for the Witch Witch Wednesday series where I will be interviewing witchy healer friends and bringing on topics and conversations that highlight the healing journey that many of us have been on for a while now and just shining a light on different amazing wonderful healers that I am lucky to know and be in connection with. So you can check out that uh, episode and my friend Pesha Forrest, she was my first guest on that episode and I will be continuing the series but it won't be released every week and it's going to be a little bit more of a fluid process where I'm not going to hold myself down and accountable to forcing and pushing and trying to get an episode out um, every week or every two weeks, just kind of when I can feel that that would be something worthwhile to reach out and connect with an amazing healer and share that conversation. So in the meantime, you can still listen to these podcast episodes where I will just be sharing about more of the, you know, individual journey about what's been sparking my mind and my curiosity and just, you know, more of a monologue conversation. So yeah, it's definitely been an interesting past month and just, you know, talking with so many healer friends, one in particular a few days ago who I will be having on the podcast um, as my next guest, so I'm really excited for that conversation, but we got to really dive into some topics around death and rebirth and all those themes that so many of us have been navigating through these past, I would say, probably two years Um, If not longer, it might be shorter, it might be more intensified at points, but it just really rings true that many of us in our own various shades have been in that bardo state is the term my friend liked to use, and I really uh, resonated with that, that kind of in-between after the death and not quite to the rebirth. So it's a very uncomfortable state to be in and we don't really know where we're going and what it's going to look like, you know, in the end, but we can feel that a lot of the stuff that we've been going through is necessary and even in the pain and the chaos and the discomfort We do know on some level that we are being birthed through this birth canal and it's just a matter of time before we come 
out on the other side of it. So, yeah, I think many of us in the Northern Hemisphere were feeling that kind of inward stirring and pull as we're entering these longer, darker winter months. So just the energy of kind of coming back into our inner world, that more hibernation energy and hermit energy as well. And, you know, I think it's interesting because I think for a lot of us, we've been moving through a lot of that energy already for a while now. So it's just kind of a deeper invitation to meet ourselves as we are now and it doesn't have to be like a life sentence you know we've done you know not enough work and you know we need to be different somehow or push ourselves to be creative and expansive and you know socialize and all of that it just means that you know it's another it's another layer it's another shade that we are becoming more familiar with and I think there's a lot of energies right now on the planet around our deep held patterns in our minds and in our bodies and around this sense of self that we have structured our foundations on our relationships upon you know it might be this really sturdy feeling sense of self that we built around our health or our fitness or our you know capability to be an able functioning healthy body in this world and you know, with life and challenges that might have shifted, you know, and <clears throat> we might still be moving through the layers of that and trying to untether our minds from this really fixed, uh, unmoving sense of self where we just want to hold on and grip on even tighter to what was known and for many of us it can feel like these patterns have been present for probably most of our lives they can be patterns where we've sought to control our physical vessel or patterns in terms of trying to control our environment or really resisting the natural changes of life and that resistance that fight in the mind and that battle with what is actually happening versus what our minds wish was different can be exhausting and we wonder why maybe we're so exhausted and you know maybe there's days where we really don't have much going on but we're still entering and cycling around this spiral and cycle of 
fighting the present moment, fighting what's being shown and what's happening. And that is very exhausting to the mind and the body, um, that inner conflict with the self. So I think there's a lot of energy right now around what we're seeking to be different or what see, what we wish were different in our lives and in our bodies or you know in our mental state our mental health maybe we're feeling more depressed or more we're not having or being satiated with those connections in our external relationships and we're feeling more isolated and um, more cut off from life or you know maybe there's a physical injury that we're dealing with in the body and it's really halted our lives and really asked so much presence of us to tend to and we can be in a state of fighting and pushing away those more uncomfortable experiences and you know I think for people who are creative and want to have that life force and that creativity and you know really with a lot of the heavier energies that we could be feeling that we're still working out we don't really have that access point or it doesn't feel as effortless to contact that creative spark that zest for life because maybe we're feeling you know depressed or feeling a little bit insulated from that creative spark so I think there's a point to when you know life is happening and maybe we're so busy and we're just going 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 and we're wishing we could just get some downtime or a moment to catch our breath and it doesn't seem to be happening or you know maybe on the opposite side where things are really spacious and very open in our lives where we have a lot of time and we have a lot of space to exist and maybe that's feeling also like really burdensome and not really what we're seeking and at the same time like we're constantly like desiring this opposite experience you know and when we get to that experience our minds begin to want something different so it's an interesting debacle in the mind and I think that is the ego you know and the ego I feel like gets this really bad rap in the spiritual community as being you know this 
energy, this false sense of self that we need to wrestle with. We need to conquer our ego or we need to be egoless, you know, strip ourselves of the ego. And I think that in and of itself, that's the foundation of the inner conflict because really we're just fighting this part of ourselves that, you know, if we weren't supposed to have it, like it wouldn't be there. So it's there because it's meant to be there. And, you know, it's not about the ego being bad. It's about we've harbored a lot of judgment and distortion around ego. And I feel like I've had this conversation a lot with my, you know, more feminine uh, friends and, uh, you know, female identified friends and We've really talked a lot about how the ego hasn't really been a strong energy for those in female bodies. And I think as the feminine awakens and starts to heal on this planet, we're coming to terms with a new sense of self and that the ego structure needs to be a part of that. Like there is a place for the ego and we can't just exist anymore with this suppression of, of the ego because the ego will start to act out in you know, maladaptive and self-sabotaging ways to get our attention because we're not acknowledging and living in a state of wholeness and integration with that part of ourselves. So I think for a lot of us women, it's really about bringing that ego self back online and bringing it out of the shadows of wrongness or fear of having an ego or having a sense of self and really start to rebuild the ego in terms of being in service to the heart, to the soul. And one of my favorite teachers, Matt Kahn, he really likes to talk about the ego being the wounded inner child And I really resonate with that, you know, because it gives this really, it's an, it's a wonderful reframe. It kind of takes away the judgment and the condemnation of this atrocious part of ourselves or what we've been told is, you know, this horrible part of ourselves. And it really brings a level of love and tenderness that, you know, once we start to relate to that wounded inner child and start to meet it with love and care that our egos and our sense of self starts to feel that safety again and that you know we are 
showing up for it and it doesn't have to you know lash out in uh you know attempts to get our attention or you know self-sabotage our attempts and you know manipulate others and to get our needs met it just you know it becomes it becomes back a part of us that comes back into the light and I think from that vantage point we can start to reorient our relationship to the ego so yeah I guess I wanted to share a little bit about that and also I think what's been coming up and again you know this is really sparked by a conversation with this dear friend who will be coming on the podcast soon but a lot of us I think we have been reflecting upon our relationship with God and you know you can insert any word in there if God doesn't resonate you know spirit source love you know creator um, divinity, you know, whatever feels in resonance with you. But I feel like many of us were taught this really judgmental energy and, you know, condemnation energy around what and who, you know, what God energy is and was. So we've kind of adopted this inner judgment and inner sense of I'm going to be punished for you know being human or making this choice or I need to punish myself that kind of energy of punishment and judgment and I think you know as we go about our journeys and you know remembering that really the only way to meet ourselves is with, as my teacher and my favorite teacher, Matt Kahn says, more love, not less. That, you know, we will never truly feel safe enough to evolve and to come home to our, to ourselves. So really judgment and criticism is a really old, outdated energy that we learned in our families, our religions, our society, and it's really just, it's not working for us anymore. That's not what's being asked of us in our relationships and our relationships with ourselves. So I think it's really catching ourselves and noticing when that inner judgment comes up and, you know, not identifying and becoming that character in our story, just noticing, wow, like I'm really, I'm noticing that I'm wanting to judge my depression or judge my lack of you know, busyness or judge my lack of inspiration, judge how I reacted to the situation, 
and you know maybe maybe that part of me need, is needing more love and you know I think we can bring a little more love to that judgment to that part of us that believed in order to be loved we had to be really harsh with ourselves and with others so it's almost like we judge ourselves because we feel like if we don't judge ourselves then we won't be safe to be loved but it's like why not just love like skip to what we're seeking which is love and not having to go through this judgment and this you know, really harsh energy and why don't we just bring more love to those parts of ourselves? So, yeah, I think it's really recognizing the energy through which we're acting, whether it's through judgment, love, or fear, or if we're seeking to get love through something, maybe it's through a behavior or Maybe it's externally in a person or, you know, through a substance. And I think it's just bringing that love and coming back to ourselves and recognizing that this is a pattern where we've learned to go through something, through an external source, through, you know, food, through alcohol, through drugs, to get that feeling of love or even going through an external source of God to get that feeling of love and connection with our divinity. So I think that's a big part of the journey is remembering that that love and that state of love is already within us. We just might not have practiced accessing that part of ourselves so it really does become a practice so all right well I think that's all for now and yeah I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and I'm wishing you all well wherever you are at in your journey of healing and remembering your innate sense of of lovability and safety and until we meet again may your mind remember softness and may your heart remember how to open again to your love and may your soul unite your mind and your heart together all right we'll see you next time